Section 43 of American Scenery, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Richard Ship. American Scenery, Volume 1 by Nathaniel Parker Willis. The Ferry at Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn is as much a part of New York, for all purposes of residence and communication, as the borough is of London. The steam ferry boats cross the half-mile between it and the city every five minutes, and in less time than it usually takes to thread the press of vehicles on London Bridge, the elegant equipages of the wealthy crossed along island for the afternoon drive. Morning visits are interchanged between the residents in both places and indeed the east river is hardly more of a separation than the same distance in a street brooklyn is the shire town of king's county and by this time probably is second in population only to new york land there has risen in value to an enormous extent within the last few years and it has become the fashion for businessmen of new york to build and live on the fine and healthy heights above the river where they are nearer their business and much better situated than in the outskirts of the city itself the town of brooklyn is built on the summit and sides of an elevation springing directly from the bank of the river and commanding some of the finest views in america the prospect embraces a large part of east river crowded with shipping and tracked by an endless variety of steamers flying through the channel in quick succession of the city of new york extending as far as the eye can see in closely piled masses of architecture of the hudson and the shore of jersey beyond of the bay and its bright islands and of a considerable part of long and staten islands and the highlands of neversink a more comprehensive lively and interesting view is nowhere to be found historically brooklyn will long be remembered for the battle fought in its neighbourhood between the british and hessians under the command of general howe and the americans under the immediate command of generals putnam and sullivan it was a contest of a body of ill-disciplined militia against twice their number of regular troops and ended in defeat but the retreat conducted by general washington saved the army and relieved a little the dark fortunes of the day the american forces were composed of militia and raw recruits and without even dragoons to serve as v-days they were stationed on a chain of eminences running from yellowhook towards hempstead and the british from the ferry between staten and long islands through the level country to the village of flatland from the last mentioned place a strong column led by general clinton and lord percy marched into the jamaica road through an unoccupied pass in this chain of hills on the right and turned the left of the american army general grant at the same time attacked the right of the americans under the command of lord stirling posted near the ferry while the fleet commenced a powerful cannonade upon a battery at red hook to draw off the attention of the americans from the main attack directed by sir henry clinton as soon as the americans perceived that the enemy had gained the rear they were thrown into confusion and attacks were made on the centre commanded by general sullivan and the right commanded by lord stirling and both divisions completely routed a gallant attempt was made by the latter officer which though unavailing facilitated the retreat of part of the troops under his command he was himself taken prisoner as were also general sullivan and woodhull the number of americans killed is estimated at four hundred 
and the wounded and prisoners at a thousand general washington who had passed over from new york to brooklyn during the heat of the action perceived that nothing could be done to turn the fortune of the day and that the only thing to be accomplished was a retreat the british were only waiting for a wind to move their shipping into the east river and the next morning might find the ferry in their possession the british were encamped within six hundred yards of him and the wind until eleven o'clock was unfavourable at that hour it lulled and a thick fog covered the bosom of the river the army commenced their embarkation under this fortunate protection and the whole of the forces with their ammunition provision horses wagons etc crossed undisturbed the retreat was discovered by the british half an hour after the evacuation the sound of their pickaxes was distinctly heard within the american lines during the embarkation end of section forty three